0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Stronger Squad podcast. Now in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how you can manage alcohol intake and social occasions so that you ultimately don't wipe out all your progress and you feel like you can go out, you can drink alcohol, but you can also make smarter choices in doing so. Now, firstly, I just want to remind you guys that E6 sign-ups are now open, and we will be starting the E6 challenge on the 31st of July. Now, this six weeks challenge is about so much more than just trying to lose six kilos in six weeks. It's about learning how to make your training, diet, and healthy habits into a lifelong lifestyle. It's designed to help you get to grips on your diet to feel your body right, so you can achieve long-term maintainable fat loss. And it's about learning how to create more of a routine around your healthy habits so you feel good year round. I'm going to support you every step of the way, keep you accountable and meet you where you are at so that this time you can actually achieve your goals. So if you are interested in signing up, if you want more information, drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is strong underscore girl squad just with E6 or click the show notes below, fill in the form and I can give you more information and how to sign up and things like that. Right, let's get into today's episode. So alcohol can be a very big part of a lot of our lives. However, there actually is no nutritional benefit at all, and I'm pretty sure you guys probably know that, to our physical or our mental health. And it can actually bring our mood, our energy, and our motivation down. Even if you've only had a few... You and like you're not dead hungover, it's still going to have an impact on your body, however, it is fun. And don't get me wrong, I do absolutely love my beers, that's my drink of choice. And if you're doing it now and again, it's fine. But if you're you know going out every weekend, you find that you're quite social, or like maybe your job is social, so you have to do a lot of client or business meetings that involve alcohol, there is definitely ways that you can learn to manage this so that ultimately you don't feel like You know, you're going overboard with alcohol and then the habits that we tend to follow when we do have a few drinks so that you still feel like you're making progress and ultimately not wiping out all of your progress. And also, like, if you're someone who likes to have a glass of wine or more each night, then it's probably time to rethink this just because it's going to be impacting your health. It's going to be impacting your sleep. Although you may feel like it helps you have a better sleep, alcohol definitely does not do that. It does the complete opposite and it's also going to be impacting your success at actually achieving your goals. Now, to put into context, I've always been into fitness. I've always wanted to you know, become a PT and do my coaching but pretty much before I became a coach, the lifestyle that I was leading definitely didn't support me being a coach and being able to help people in that way, mainly because I loved going out, I loved partying, I loved the fun of it, and it just didn't align with what being a coach was all about. Now, thankfully, when I became a coach, my values changed, my priorities changed, and it actually helped me settle down a lot. But the thing is, even now, I still love going out, and I'm not someone who unfortunately can have you know a couple of drinks and then that's it for me personally it's either all or nothing which i know is obviously not the best approach to have but it is just who i am so normally i'm either sober or i'm 10 beers deep and my choice is beer i absolutely love it i don't drink cocktails i don't really drink spirits i'm not a shots person but I freaking love beer and I freaking love going out. It's freaking fun. Like, we know it's fun. Um, and thankfully now, I guess I'm a bit more aware of like the habits that can come from drinking alcohol. So I'm better able to manage it even on the days that I feel hung over and like shit. So throughout this podcast I'm going to give you some tips and I'm just going to run you through you know a couple of things that you can start thinking about just to make sure that you know the next time you are consuming alcohol or if you know your life is quite social you at least have a little bit of a toolbox to be able to refer to to make sure that you're still able to achieve your goals ultimately. Now a few things to think about I guess is like if you are someone who goes to social occasions every weekend or you do have a lot of work meetings that involve eating out or alcohol, like, ask yourself, do you actually have to drink at every one of these occasions or can you you know, drink at some and not drink at some? Something that I found very, very helpful for me personally is non-alcoholic drinks. So I definitely, like, I sometimes would used to avoid going out and meeting my friends because I didn't want to drink and I didn't want to be enticed to drink and I am very easily enticed, let's just put it that way. So for me, I would avoid social occasions because I thought, well, if I didn't go, then I won't drink. But if I go, I feel like I'm going to want to get involved and I'm going to have a beer. And like I said, I'm not a one-beer type of girl, do you know what I mean means a night out for me personally so I actually started to try non-alcoholic beer and bloody hell it was a game changer for a couple of reasons like I recently went out with my friends and I didn't want to drink so I thought you know what I'm I'm gonna start with a non-alcoholic beer and hopefully that's what I'll stick to and it literally did the job because one psychologically whether it was a placebo effect or not I felt like I was drinking I felt like I was involved with my friends, not just sitting there. Because I can't just sit there with a soft drink or a water and feel involved. Like that's I'm being honest here. That's just me. I know some people can, and that's great. But pe- me personally, it's just n- not the way I am. So by having a non-alcoholic beer in my brain, I thought, shit, yeah, I'm drinking. I'm getting involved. It also took the pressure off. Not that like my friends peer pressure me or anything, but you know, for someone who used to be quite a big bloody party animal. If I wasn't drinking, I would get the question of, oh, why aren't you drinking? And then, like, suddenly all these thoughts pop into my head and I feel a bit like, oh, my God, like, should I be drinking? And then, obviously, a thought crosses my mind. Whereas because I had that non-alcoholic beer, one, for myself, it was ticking a few boxes, but two, like, you didn't feel that pressure from other people asking you that question because you look like you're having a bloody beer. Um, And also, I felt like I was involved. In, in, you know, I guess they're socializing and things like that. So non-alcoholic drinks, I personally think are great. I mean, I've only really tried the beers. I've heard the wine's not overly great, but I'm not a wine drinker. But you know, if you are, I think it's, you know, important for you to explore different avenues because it can make you feel like you're having a drink without the negative side effects of what alcohol can make you feel, so to speak. Also, if you are out, um, you can have and, you know, you find a non-alcoholic drink of choice. You can have one alcoholic drink and then one non-alcoholic drink to split it up because then you still feel like you're drinking, so to speak. You're still involved, but you're not drinking as much alcohol, which I think is ultimately a great thing. I'm yet to do that. So when I do, I'll let you know. But that's obviously an idea mainly because, you know, I'm either drinking or I'm not drinking. And if I'm drinking, I'm having an alcoholic. But if you're someone who is very social um, or who, uh, yeah, has a lot of work meetings, then maybe try that option, have an alcoholic and then have a non-alcoholic one. And that's also like for someone who potentially likes to have a glass of wine or a beer in the afternoon after work, like try some non-alcoholic options have them in the fridge as opposed to the alcoholic options because if that's the only thing there and you grab it, nine times out of ten, I feel like it's going to tick that box psychologically where you feel like you're having that wind-down drink. But again, you're not getting impacted by what, you know, consuming alcohol can bring about. Now, alcohol actually equals seven calories per gram. So if your goal is fat loss, like these are things you need to take into consideration because at the end of the day, fat loss comes from being in a calorie deficit. So all these calories do add up. Now I'm going to give you a couple of tips in terms of like things that you can do or swaps that you can make, okay? With cocktails, and I know a lot of people over here love a cocktail. Again, I've never really been overly into them, mainly because I think they're bloody overpriced for what they are. And also, I don't know if I feel like I'm getting enough out of them. And they go so quick that you have to go spend another 10 plus quid on them. But if you're someone who drinks cocktails, it's important to just recognize that like porn star martinis, espresso martinis, strawberry daiquiris, mojitos, things like that, they are all over 200 calories. Cocktails are probably, well, they are the higher calorie option to have. Pims with a lemonade, over 150 calories. So if you're someone who is a massive cocktail drinker and spends your night drinking cocktails, this is something to be aware of because you could be using a lot of calories up on these cocktails. Whereas clear spirits are a hell of a lot lower in calories. So for example, a glass of wine can be around, a like a standard glass of wine is 160 calories, a large glass of wine, 225 calories. These are just rough kind of estimates. If you're a beer drinker like me, a pint of beer is you know over 220 calories. Whereas in comparison, Clear Spirits can be anywhere, you know, a 25 mil shot is 50 calories. Now, that is a significant lower amount of calories compared to beer, wine, and your cocktails. So, I think the best approach with that is if you do want a cocktail, if you like cocktails and you want to start at them, try and limit yourself to maybe one or two cocktails so you get that, you know, feeling of, yes, I've, I've had my cocktail, it's hit the spot, And then move on to clearer spirits. Now, in the UK, you bloody love a gin and tonic. I hate tonic. Like, I've tried it and just, yeah, I can't get my head around it. Whereas in Australia, we never, well, I never used to, I just drank beer all the time, but it wasn't really a thing. So if you're a cocktail drinker, have one but limit yourself to two. And then can you switch to something like gin and tonic? Another key thing is when you're choosing mixes, always go for the diet mixes because you know a lot of them the zero sugar they have no calories apparently or very very low calories so again it's just making that smarter choice so that you're not wasting all your calories on these you know cocktails and beers and wines and things like that like you're still involved you're still having an alcoholic drink but you're just making a slightly smarter choice in terms of calories um that being with the clear spirits and you know diet mixes diet lemonade diet tonic diet coke and things like that also if you're getting doubles remember that is double the calories okay so if you're a double drinker go for it but bearing in mind if you get two shots of clear spirits well then you know it's not going to be 50 calories it's going to be 100 calories and you know if you get in a larger glass then obviously it's going to be more calories in terms of the mixer but choosing the diet mixes will ultimately help you kind of bring those calories down. The second bit to drinking alcohol is the, I guess, the behaviours or the habits that we can ultimately end up following when we've had a few bevos. Okay, now, you know, aside from the fact that, you know, drinking alcohol a lot impacts our health and our fatless goals negatively you have to recognize and I'm sure you already do those behaviors that you tend to follow one after you've had a few drinks on a night out but to the following day okay so you know after a night out or after you've had a few drinks you may like to get a little sneaky takeaway on the way home now as you can imagine things like macas, kebabs pizzas all from the chippy like They are very high processed foods. So if you've just consumed a hell of a lot of alcohol and then you go and treat yourself to a nice um, little bit of food on the way home, that is, again, more calories adding to the amount that you've had throughout the day. Now, if your goal is fat loss or even just in terms of maintaining your weight, like this absolutely adds up. Like there's shit tons of calories in maccas, in kebabs, in pizzas, things from the chippy. So recognizing that, you know, instead of trying to make a better choice around, you know, getting something to eat quickly on the way home, instead, like what I tend to do is I'll have something at home. So I'll have a pizza already cooked at home. I'll have like maybe pasta or something in the fridge that I know I have when I get home from a night out. So instead of one going and wasting money on a bloody you know home takeaway on to you know wasting calories so to speak because there are shit tons in those types of foods I'll wait till I get home and I know that either I prepared something or the pizza that I've cooked I kind of you know it's not going to be 2000 calories because generally you can make those choices when you go to the supermarket you can get it you know a pizza 600 calories or whatever it is but just That already allows you to save on those types of calories. Also, let's be honest, the day after you've had a night out, unless you're really lucky, you're probably going to be feeling hungover, okay? And when we're hungover, we tend to crave a lot of starchy, high-carb foods. So what I actually do now, not all the time, but if I'm being smart, is I'll go to the shop's you know, the day before, you know, the day of I'm going out and I'll pick up some foods and some things that I know that I'm probably going to want to eat the following day when I'm feeling hungover. Because generally when we're hungover, and we're craving food, we're like, screw it. Let's just sort of take away. Then you end up ordering shit tons of food because your eyes are too big for your belly. You know, you spend a whole heap of money, but also like the amount of food you get is not necessary. So I'll go to the shops and I might buy things like bagels and eggs and cream cheese and chorizo. Maybe I'll get like a little portion of lollies um, or I'll always get like sparkling water because I know I'm going to be bloody dehydrated. And instead of drinking like soft drink and that, I want to try and rehydrate myself. So the sparkling water makes me feel like I'm having like a nice refreshing soft drink. Um. But I'm also rehydrating myself because it's obviously water and I found that to be quite helpful. And just having that food there for the following day, you're more likely to choose that food. Whereas if you have a night out, you wake up hungover, you don't really have anything in the in the fridge of the house that you kind of feel like, you're more likely to order a massive takeaway which is going to cost you money and it's also going to cost you unnecessary calories. And also like when we eat, foods higher processed foods pizzas kebabs things like that like they do make us feel sluggish they do make us feel a bit shitty like and it depends how much oils in them as well um so like by going out the day before being a bit prepared and having stuff in the fridge in the cupboard that you can snack on throughout the day that you know isn't as high processed is a little bit more nutritious like that's going to be so much better for you in terms of how you're feeling because you know, you know that, well, you've made a bit of an effort to go out to get this food that isn't going to make you feel completely shit or even more shit from how you feel and being hungover, And you kind of feel pretty good because you're like, oh, well, at least I've made that smarter food choice, even though I'm hungover and I could have made, you know, all these other choices in terms of getting takeout and all that. Like I've been prepared. I've got the food that, you know, hits the cravings, but I know it's still quite nutritious, bit of protein in there, Um, and it doesn't leave me feeling overly sluggish because you're obviously already going to feel massively sluggish anyway. You're going to, your mood's going to be down. Your energy's going to be down because that's unfortunately what alcohol does to us. I cannot wait for the day that they make a cure for a hangover. They will never do that. I doubt they will ever do that. I know you can get those drips and stuff, but obviously that's not normal on a, you're not normally going to bloody have one of those IV drips and after a night out, are you? So being prepared for the following day, making sure you have food in the house that ticks all the boxes, hits those cravings, but you know, isn't going to cost you an arm and a leg like in terms of money, but also you're wasting 2000 calories on a bloody pizza you've just ordered. I think that is a massive deal. And when you feel your body, like you're feeling shitty already because you're hungover, when you feel your body like with more nutritious foods, then you're not going to make yourself feel like even more shit. Other things to consider is like, if you can get up and get out and get some fresh air, bloody do it. I suck at this. I'm quite a bad hungover person. But then again, I don't drink that much anymore. So sometimes it sounds strange, but like if I'm hungover and I haven't drank in like six weeks, I'm not overly active. Um, I kind of just chill, watch TV, et cetera. That's because I don't normally do that. I normally am freaking full ball with work and everything like that. But if you want to bloody, you know, get a bit of energy back, make yourself feel a little bit better, get off the couch, get out of the bed, go for a walk, especially now that it's summer here in the UK. It's, you know, a lot easier to do that seriously just getting up and getting out you already initially it's freaking hard because you're like oh my god my head's hurting I don't feel overly good but once you get out and get some fresh air does wonders for you I also find like even when I'm feeling shit ticking things like getting shit done around the house doing my washing just tidying up because after a night out my room's an absolute pigsty just doing little things like that automatically makes me feel a little bit better about myself and not a shit because I'm like look as much as I'm not Feeling overly great today, and I haven't been, you know, as productive as I could have been because I'm feeling like this. You know, I still cleaned up, I still got my washing done, I still did the things I said I was going to do, I still ate relatively well because I was prepared with the food. I didn't order a massive takeaway, Um, I didn't have to waste money on a takeaway. So, doing things like that actually does help a lot. Also, it's very important to note that when you drink alcohol and you have a night out, for me, if I'm out on a Saturday night, I probably don't come good to about Tuesday, Wednesday. I think the older you get, those hangovers get worse. But just recognizing that your energy and your motivation to do things is going to be low, not just on the, you know, the day after you you know you went out, but potentially for like the Monday or the Tuesday or a few days after. So still showing up for yourself in terms of making sure you go and get that session in or making sure you get your steps in because, it's highly likely that the motivation, energy to do so, is not going to be there. But you absolutely still need to press forward, and especially if you're someone who's going out quite a bit, like don't let the weekend and like going out and drinking ruin the progress that you're trying to make. Like if the if you have a massive social uh, month, that's great, that's fine. It means you've got shit to do but be prepared with this make sure that you're not eating takeaway after a night out be smarter about your food choices uh sorry your drink choices on a night out stick to one to two cocktails and then head on to those clear spirits and diet mixes be prepared for the next day have food in the fridge that's relatively nutritious a bit of protein but also delicious so it hits the spot get out get fresh air get some steps in Do some stuff around the house to make you feel a bit better and a little bit less like, like sometimes I just feel like a little bit of a a lump of shit because you're like, you know, you're hungover and you're feeling a bit down, you're feeling a bit sorry for yourself. But being slightly proactive and doing things like that actually will generally help you feel better. Like I said, just feel your body better the next day. Something to consider if you're counting calories, you can actually calorie borrow. So this just means slightly reducing your calories throughout the week. If you know you're gonna have a big weekend or you're going out for a big social occasion, just slightly reduce your calories throughout the week. I wouldn't say any more than 200 calories a day. Like You don't wanna be extreme because that's just stupid. But if you can bank you know, an th- extra thousand calories for the weekend, That's ultimately going to help you feel better in knowing that you haven't completely gone overboard in terms of your calories. Okay, so that's pretty much it around alcohol and managing social occasions. So, tip number one is just be smart around the choices you make in terms of your drink. Just be mindful that cocktails are higher calorie. And if you've got a bit of a session going on, then maybe stick to clearer spirits with diet mixes. Don't Try not to go for the takeaway at the end of the night. Have something at home that you can quickly heat up before you go to bed. Make sure you're prepared for the following day. Have some delicious food, some nutritious food, you know, even pasta and things like that. But, like, make it at home because then you know what's in it Um, and it's probably going to make you feel better. I know sometimes I've had a bloody kebab at the end of the night and, Jesus, the next day I just didn't feel great, did I? So having food the next day getting out at least getting some fresh air even if it's for 20 minutes i mean it all counts being a little bit proactive the next day still getting those things done the following day that you actually want to get done if you're you know if you want a calorie borrow throughout the week then don't reduce your calories any more than 200 a day throughout the week but at least you've got that extra potentially like 1000 calories on the weekend to kind of help make up for you know the extra calories in terms of alcohol and potentially food that you may have, and just be mindful to get back on track, so to speak, on the Monday. Okay, don't let things slip. If you're choosing to be very social every weekend, you know, it's amazing that you obviously have those plans, but don't allow it to ruin your progress. Don't allow it to stop you from going in and getting your sessions in. Don't allow it to make you not want to get your steps in and things like that, because that you know if you let that continue on during the week that is what will ruin your progress okay just staying in that kind of like down you know less motivated cycle is ultimately what will ruin the progress that you're trying to make but if you have a great weekend you feel a bit hungover so what it all like we all go through it but on that monday you get up and you get your shit sorted you make sure that your meals are prepped or planned you make sure that you don't let the potential bad eating habits that may have arose from alcohol like continue on throughout the week because that's what's going to make you feel shit whereas if you just get up on the Monday get your shit sorted you know get back to eating nutritiously and hitting your protein and you know getting your steps in then you'll be absolutely fine so I hope this little episode has helped with a few tips in terms of how to manage alcohol and social occasions um, especially on the weekend, etc. If you have any questions about this episode, please make sure you reach out. And if you're interested in joining the E6 challenge, like I said, click the form in the show notes below or drop me a message on Instagram with E6, and let's get you signed up.